Quarter past seven, hello, welcome to the Full English Breakfast Show. I am Paul, covering for Sarah in our local news at half past seven. Early figures suggest this summer has been an exceptional one for tourism on the Riviera. Meanwhile, there's disappointment in the bar after it was announced that there won't be a Formula One French Grand Prix next year. All the local headlines coming up very soon and entertainment news is next. Friday morning on the Riviera, local news coming up very soon, but first entertainment news and the British journalist Emily Maitlis has hit out at the BBC, her former employer, claiming its board has been infiltrated by a Conservative Party agent and former Downing Street spin doctor, who she claims is now a, quote, arbiter of BBC impartiality. Delivering the MacTaggart Memorial Lecture at the Edinburgh TV Festival, the ex-Newsnight presenter referred to Tory cronyism at the heart of the BBC, she spoke about her own perceived impartiality while working for the broadcaster. Maitlis was twice accused of showing bias against Boris Johnson's government. The first when she discussed ex-chief advisor Dominic Cummings' lockdown trip to Barnard Castle, and the second after she retweeted Piers Morgan, who was questioning the government's response to the pandemic. Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon has been criticised over the lack of trigger warnings for a graphic birth scene in its first episode. A record-breaking 10 million fans watched the House of the Dragon premiere, which contained a graphic scene called Triggering by many people on social media. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online, this is Riviera Radio, with the latest local news for the south of France. I'm Paul McNally and these are the top stories across the Riviera. Early figures suggest this summer has been an exceptional one for tourism on the Riviera. An estimated 6 million tourists will have spent time on the Côte d'Azur between May and September and the quieter months of the year are also looking promising with the figure reaching 10 million for the whole year. The Côte d'Azur Regional Tourism Committee is delighted with this year's figures which have rebounded back to pre-pandemic levels. Hotel occupancy in recent weeks has been around the 90 percent mark. The first half of September is also looking positive, with occupancy around 75% for now. It's estimated that almost half of visitors to the Riviera are from abroad, with the British making up the biggest share. Foreign visitors spend on average €100 per day during their stay. The disappointment in the VAR after it was announced that there will not be a Formula 1 Grand Prix at Le Castellet next year. Formula 1 boss Stefano Domenicali confirmed that the French Grand Prix will not be on the calendar in 2023. The French race returned to the Paul Ricard circuit in 2018 after 10 years of absence. Domenicali said the French Grand Prix could return in the future, but there were no guarantees. More than a thousand people have signed a petition on change.org entitled We Want a French Grand Prix in 2023. flag bearing the same slogan can be found pinned outside the entrance to the Le Castellet racetrack signed by 12 Formula One drivers including Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. According to the race's organisers, the 2022 edition of the French Grand Prix had been a success, attracting 200,000 people. A draft law by an Outmarie team senator that aims to place new restrictions on electric scooters has received the support of almost 70 fellow senators. Dominique Estrosi-Sasson wants all electric vehicles capable of exceeding 15 kilometres per hour without pedalling to be registered in a similar way to cars. This includes scooters, hoverboards, segways and monowheels. Electrically assisted bikes are not concerned. Under the current laws, only vehicles that can exceed 25 kilometres per hour require registration. The bill could be presented for debate in Parliament early next year. 
It comes after a sharp rise in reported accidents involving electric scooters, 870 in France last year and 22 deaths. The city of Nice is stepping up its coronavirus testing campaign as the start of the school year approaches. Since yesterday, it's been possible to get tested without an appointment at five mobile units dotted around the city, Constanzo, Gorbella, Simier, Saint-Isidore and La Cocade. The test centres are open from 10am to 4pm. You just need to bring along proof of ID or your carte vitale. The COVID incidence rate in the Alpes-Maritimes currently stands at 215 per 100,000, but it's widely expected that another wave will come as people return to school and work after the summer break. Meanwhile, six cases of dengue fever have been detected on the Riviera so far this summer, and none of them are linked to people who have travelled to tropical countries. Five cases were confirmed in Fayence in the VAR, and a sixth in the Alpes-Maritimes. Dengue fever isn't transmitted from person to person, but via the tiger mosquito. Symptoms include fever, muscle pain, tiredness and headaches. The Packet Regional Health Agency recommends clearing stagnant water around your property. In other local news, a group of 10 volunteers managed to pick up 8,200 cigarette butts from the beach in Nice in just one hour. The discarded cigarette butts weighed almost two kilos. The Plage Marquet in Cap d'Ai has reopened to bathers. Swimming had been banned there since Monday, while analyses of the bacteria levels in the water were carried out. The decision followed last week's storms, which led to a large amount of sewage spilling into the sea. And new figures from Meteo France confirm what we already knew. It's far too warm at night. Le Luc in the VAR broke the record, with overnight temperatures not falling below 20 degrees Celsius for 31 days so far this summer. The previous record on the Côte d'Azur was 27 nights in 2003. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. The National Airlines of Australia and New Zealand say that the worst of the coronavirus crisis is now behind them, even as they posted annual losses for a third year in a row. Qantas says it's seeing demand increase with the existential crisis posed by the pandemic now over. Air New Zealand says it has also experienced a very strong recovery in bookings and revenues since March. Both countries had imposed some of the world's strictest pandemic travel bans. The German government has announced a set of energy-saving measures for the winter which will limit the use of lighting and heating in public buildings. The government aims to reduce gas usage by 2% through the new rules. Germany's economy minister said the rules could save private households, companies and the public sector around 10.8 billion euros over two years. It's part of efforts to reduce the country's dependency on Russian gas. Before Russia invaded Ukraine, Germany got 55% of its gas from Russia, but it has reduced that to 35% and has vowed to end imports completely. However, it remains a huge market for Moscow and paid almost 9 billion euros for Russian oil and gas in the first two months of the war. And YouTube plans to show adverts that educate people about disinformation techniques following a successful experiment by Cambridge University. Researchers found the videos improved people's ability to recognise manipulative content. They'll be shown in Slovakia, the Czech Republic and Poland to combat fake news about Ukrainian refugees. Google said the exciting findings showed how social media can actively preempt the spread of disinformation. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535. 
Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, Premier League clubs in the UK have broken their record for spending in a summer transfer window, according to analysis from the finance company Deloitte. Deloitte has calculated that clubs have spent £1.5 billion so far this summer, exceeding the previous record of £1.4 billion in 2017. There's still a week to go until the transfer window closes on the 1st of September. Kobe Bryant's widow has been awarded 16 million US dollars in damages over leaked graphic photos of the helicopter crash that killed the US basketball star and his daughter in 2020. Vanessa Bryant said she had panic attacks after learning that images taken by Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies and firefighters had been shared. A federal jury said the county must pay her for emotional distress. Kobe Bryant, daughter Gianna and six family friends died when their helicopter crashed in California in January 2020. And in local football, Arsenal forward Nicolas Pepe has decided to move to OGC Nice on loan before the end of the transfer window. The two clubs have reached a deal to allow the player to spend the year at the Allianz Riviera on loan without an option to buy at the end of the spell, with Nice covering only part of the player's monthly wages of €650,000. The Ivorian footballer joined the Gunners in 2019 for £72 million. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Savannah Yacht Centre. For coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore, the Outmacher team and the VAR, the general situation is a depression over the Côte d'Azur. Winds are variable, force 2 to 4, becoming southerly in the afternoon. The sea is slight to rough, visibility is good, barometric pressure at saint jean cap at 1,015 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are variable, force 1 to 3, the sea is calm to slight, visibility is good, Barometric pressure at Cap Course, 1,015 millibars. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Savannah Yacht Center, the leading US super yacht maintenance, refit and repair facility for yachts up to 140 meters. Find out more at savannahyc.com. Quarter past eight, it's the Full English Breakfast Show. I am testing your Britpop knowledge in our music quiz this morning because on this day in 1995, the very, very public media battle between Blur and Oasis played out. Both acts released their new singles on the same day. Oasis's role with it came in at number two, having sold 220,000 copies. Blur beat them to number one, selling 270,000 copies. The great Blur versus Oasis battle for number one saw Roll With It pitted against which Blur single? Which single was it that got Blur to number one beating Oasis on this day in 1995? Studio, Radio. The beach weather forecast brought to you by the Plage Beau Rivage in Nice. On the beach in Nice this afternoon, it'll be fine and sunny, 28 degrees Celsius with light southerly winds, 15 kilometers per hour. The sea temperature is 26 degrees Celsius and the UV index is 7. In Saint-Tropez this afternoon, it'll be sunny and 30 degrees Celsius with light winds from the southeast, 15 kilometers per hour. The water temperature is 26 degrees and the UV index is 7. The beach weather forecast brought to you by the Plage Beau Rivage, the legendary sunbathe in Nice for relaxing, chilling out and enjoying summer. Visit plagenicebeaurevage.com. It's Riviera Radio on this day in 1995. It was Blur versus Oasis. At the top of the charts, Oasis came second with Roll With It and the Blur song that beat them to number one was Country House. Before the world news from the BBC, let's take a look at some more papers and the Daily Mail in the UK. It says Princess Diana was planning to move to the United States without her sons just weeks before she died, one of her former bodyguards has claimed. In his memoir, Protecting Diana, a bodyguard's story, Lee Sansom rec- recounts how the princess 
was about to tell the paparazzi of her plans to move to America in an effort to protect William and Harry from the press as they vacationed with her boyfriend Dodie Alfayed in Saint-Tropez in July 1997. The family was staying on businessman Mohammed Alfayed's luxury yacht as paparazzi swarmed the boat daily, according to Sansom, who looked over the royals during their trip. And the local in Germany says those who've flown in and out of Germany will be aware that there is a a requirement to wear a medical face mask on flights as part of German Covid rules, despite the EU recommending that masks no longer need to be mandatory. But a heated debate has broken out after the Chancellor Olaf Scholz and Economy and Climate Minister Robert Habeck, who is also Vice-Chancellor, were photographed without masks on a recent trip. Earlier this week, the pair flew out to discuss the energy crisis with the Canadian government as Germany tries to end dependence on Russian oil and gas. A government spokesman said that no rules had been broken because the mask obligation does not apply to government planes. International headlines at a minute past 10. A Russian rocket strike on a railway station killed 25 people, Ukraine says, on the day marking six months since Moscow's invasion began. Three French MEPs say the UK is threatening health and marine life on the French coast by allowing raw sewage to be dumped in the Channel and North Sea. A police chief accused of botching the response to the fatal shooting of 19 schoolchildren and two teachers in Texas has been sacked. And the French President Emmanuel Macron has visited Algeria, hoping to repair fractured relations with a nation whose oil and gas reserves have new strategic significance because of Europe's looming energy crisis. Phew, we made it. Thank you ever so much for having me. Sarah's back on Monday. Thank you for your emails, for getting involved in the quizzes and the three in the rows, to our regulars, Ines, Boris, Mandy, Steve, Nicola, Mark, Jeffrey, June, Anthony and David. Thank you for being so involved and have a brilliant weekend.